You may be seated this morning. Wow. Thank you, Lord. My goodness. It's so different from yesterday. My goodness. Just a show of hands. Who were the ladies that were here yesterday? Wow. That is awesome. Awesome, awesome. And you saw how magnificent it was. And I just want to this morning, just for a moment, just to honor my husband this morning. My king, my apostle, my leader, my husband, and all the other things, you know. Thank you so much. You are just awesome and amazing. Thank you for who you are to me. Thank you for believing in me. Yes. I love you. And then, of course, my beautiful daughter, you got me. I just honor you. So welcome to everyone. For those that are streaming live this morning, come on. This is our final day of the Women of Substance Conference. And um, also, before I do, I mean, this place was set up so beautiful yesterday. And um, there were some ladies that had booked for the conference, but they couldn't make it to come inside because they were so busy preparing outside. And those ladies is Leanne Marias and a daughter. Where are you? Please stand. Are you here today? Not here? They're still serving probably. <laughs> so they couldn't make it because they were serving. Kelly, where are you? Nadam, she's not here today. So they must be tired of serving, but we just want to honor them in their absence. And then Linnell Davids, where are you, my honey? Still serving. Come on, let's just give a God a praise for them. Yes. They are awesome. We honor you. And then again, another thanks to the staff and the team that was on the ground. Um, I don't want to mention names because then I'm going to get in trouble, in trouble if I miss one of them. So, and the hostesses, the setup team, the deco team, the guys that was helping the ladies. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your help and your input and your service. Amen. Sure. I'm so thankful this morning that I can stand here and, um, you know, I said, and I think I said yesterday that this was more than a conference. This was a birthing of a platform that is going to touch women across the globe. It has been so, and you know, my husband, um, and I, I'm sorry, I'm just saying he's the strategist behind the whole platform, and it's just phenomenal what God is doing, and you can see the breath of God in this, and you see how powerful God has used this to orchestrate change in every woman's life. Remember, you cannot be the woman you used to be and the woman God created you to be at the same time. This platform is built so that you can become the woman that God has created you to be. That's the reason why we have built what we've built. So it's just so phenomenal, and I'm so excited. So please don't mind me. I know I can get all happy and scream and shout, but today I want to bring understanding about why we are doing what we're doing. So... I just wanted, you know, when I was sitting just before, um, you know, yesterday I was busy, our talk, you know, woman to woman talk, wasn't that amazing? Come on, ladies. 
and we're going to get deeper. It's going to be more powerful. Not that it wasn't yesterday, but, you know, I just, as I was sitting with the questions, you know, in 2001, T.D. Jakes, Jakes came to the Dome. I think that was his first visit to South Africa. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But he ministered a message uh, from the book of Nehemiah, and he said, where are the Nehemiahs? I was a baby Christian at the time. We just got out of Bible school. But the anointing in that place that evening just was so powerful. I was shaking uncontrollably, and it was just something happened on the inside of me. And when I was reading the book of Nehemiah yesterday, you know, yesterday morning, it just dawned on me that that was what God had called me to do. And when I read the book of Nehemiah, and I'm, where I'm, I'm just going to explain to you why. The book of Nehemiah speaks about that, you know, the walls, Jerusalem was, was, was burned down, the city gates were burned, the walls were downed, and the people were in distress. The enemy could come and he, he had access because there were walls were not built up in their lives or well, in the city. And this platform is built that the walls in every woman's life be built up in the name of Jesus. So I want to tell you that this is a God move for you and I. This is what God had in mind 2001 already where he said, this is the reason why I have called you and this is the purpose that I've ordained for you to fulfill in the earth. So I'm so excited for that. Close those gaps. Oh yeah, come on, you can say that. Close those gaps. And the birthing even of is because of the woman of substance, my father-in-law had a dream. And he said he had this dream about me. Just, you know, also just in the same time that... Um, this beautiful cake I made for him, and it was, everything on the outside was beautiful, but when he cut the cake, the whole inside had crumbled, and I asked the Lord about that. I said, but what is that? And he said to me at that time, in my spirit, there's no substance on the inside of me. I never understood it then. Even though I had the call 2001, there was something that God needed to do in and through my life to build, to establish, to develop me. And that is what was missing in my life. So we're talking almost 20 years now, a road that I have traveled. And God, I am far from being where I've come to a place where I know it all. I'm still learning, I'm still developing but I do believe that I've been authorized for a time such as this. The kingdom born into the kingdom to be able for a time such as this. Amen. So I'm so thankful for that. And um, I just, like I said, you know, I still have many gaps in my life that I'm working on. And I'm thankful for that. You know, we'll always be on a journey to becoming. So, you know, wherever there is gaps in our lives, 
and this is even on the, in the book of Nehemiah, we are open prey for the enemy to manipulate and to exploit us in believing his lies and question God's word concerning who we are. And I tell you, I've battled with that for many years. So the purpose of this platform is to identify the gap and empower every woman with wisdom and understanding of how to close the gap. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Apostle said that we are growing grass. We're not gathering sheep. We are growing grass so that women across the globe will be able to come and feed on this platform that God has birthed in this season. Amen. And of course, it's built on Romans 12, and Apostle Michelle said it. It's to move us from the good to the acceptable, accept, to the, from the good to the acceptable, acceptable, and to the perfect will of God. And that's where we are moving, women of God. We are built, and it's built on seven pillars. Proverbs 9 says that, you want to put the scripture up? Proverbs 9, verse 1, if you have it, or I'll just read it. Wisdom has built a house, and she has hewn out her seven pillars. She has carved out seven pillars in her life to make it secure so that she can fulfill what God has put in her heart to do. The first pillar is faith. Then it's the last pillar being freedom. Then we have our families. Then we have our friends. Then we have our fitness. Then we have our finances and our future. And these seven pillars, I believe, touch every woman on a daily basis. So you really got to get excited that we are going to build this. And woman of God, it's going to take wisdom. It's going to take a commitment. And wisdom, in, in Proverbs 24, 2 says, through wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. So it's going to take wisdom, and you're going to get understanding of how to build and establish a God kind of life. Amen. So I just want to tell you in terms of my assignment and my role, I mean, this platform we have in um, professional um, coaches. I mean, how amazing was Stace yesterday? Come on. She's the woman of substance fitness coach. And we're already moving and working on the next thing. We're going to have boot camps. She's doing the gap assessment for our fitness. So there's a lot happening. But we just got to keep moving because I know that, you know, as this moves, God is working all the time, and we are running with him. We are not missing out. Come on, women of God, we are not missing out. So my role is to root women in their faith until Christ be formed on the inside of her. That's my role, or as a coach, that's what I'm going to do. In, we can put Galatians 4.19. Galatians 4.19, it says, my little children, I'm going to say, my women, for whom I labor in birth until Christ is formed in you. Until the gap is closed between you and God. Until your union with him becomes so strong that you will, they will not be able to even tell the difference, is this God or is this her? That when she shows up, God shows up. Come on, woman of God. That is 
and that your faith will be so strong and resolute that you will not be shaken by anything, that you will have the power to fulfill what God has put in your heart. And that is why and what the woman of substance is laboring for, for every woman, that you be so hidden in Christ that a man has to first find Christ to find you. That you have and you, that you live and move and have your being in him. And this is the prayer that I always and I will be praying, Ephesians 3, 14 to 21. Ephesians 3, 14. It says, for this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to whom the whole family, you see the pillar, in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in the love, in, in, in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to generations forever and forever. Amen. Come on, woman of God, are you ready to begin this journey to becoming? And this journey of faith is to become more Christ-like. Is that the you become so full of who he is that it spills over into your families, into your communities, into your city, and in your nations far and beyond. That's the reason why you are going to be so strong in him that you walk not led by your flesh, but led by the spirit of God. You're going to know the voice of the good shepherd. You're going to hear every word. You are not going to get your thoughts from social media, from man's opinion, the ideas and the opinions of others. You're going to get your thoughts from God Almighty himself. The Bible says that his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. But for a woman of substance who is Christ-like and growing in her wisdom, she can know the thoughts and the ways of God in Jesus' mighty name. So that's the power of what it is. And closing the gap so that no man, no company can exploit her, but she becomes who God has created her to be. And that is my role, that I labor until Christ be formed on the inside of you. Amen. Isn't that awesome? Come on, give God praise. So where do we begin? We're going to begin where I said I'm going to root you in faith. And let's go to Hebrews 11, verse 1. And it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I just, I'm going to stop there. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. 
everything that you are hoping for in your marriage, in your family, in your faith walk, in your family, in your friends, in every pillar, your fitness. If Christ be the substance, everything that you are hoping for, it's going to manifest in your life. In Colossians 2, 17 says that Christ is the substance. So if we say faith is the substance of things hoped for and Christ is the substance, Christ is the substance. And the day you and I got born again, the very Christ on the inside of us came to make his dwelling there. So when we're talking about faith, Faith is a person. His name is Christ. You have his life. You have his mind. You have his nature. You have his spirit. You have his name. You have his ability. You have his blessing. You have the same kind of faith that he had to move whatever he needed to do. And you have his love. There's nothing that you and I have on the inside of us that we are not able to become. The Bible says that as he is, so are we. The very substance to become and to build a life in every pillar of our lives is on the inside of us. So what I want to say this morning, we're not looking outside of who God created us to be on the inside. And that is why we're not shouting and screaming anymore. Everything that we need, we're going deeper. And we're going to get wisdom. And we're going to draw wisdom. Our faith roots are rooted in the wisdom and the life of God. And that thing, as he says, speaks about the, 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 the seven spirits of God, the spirit of, the spirit of the Lord first, which we have. He said that same spirit that dwells in Christ is in you. You have it on the inside of you. Christ could go everything that he needed. I mean, the works that he performed, it's only because he heard from the spirit, his father. He says, everything that I do is because I hear. Everything I, where I'm working is because I'm seeing. He was so one with God. And we know I'm just saying in the earth, he was one with God. And that's how we need to be women of God. We're going to be one with God so that when we speak, it's not our own words, but the very spirit of God releasing through us. And that is why wherever you are, you're going to manifest God in your family, in your workplace, in your every area of your life that you can see change because of Christ in you. And listen here, the Bible says for every promise, every promise, is found in, in him is every promise, and it's yes and amen. There is nothing that you and I cannot accomplish or fulfill, or every promise that we desire in the word of God that it cannot manifest in our lives. That's the power of a woman of substance. Listen, Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Whoever comes to God must believe that he is, and that is a reward of those who diligently seeks after him. If you want a good marriage, it starts in him. If you want to build, if you want to build covenant relationships, it starts in him. 
If you want to build your fitness, Bible says you'll be in good health and you will prosper, even as your soul prospers. Jesus Christ is the one who prospers our souls. He is our prosperity, our soul prosperity. He's the lover of our souls, the Bible says. If you want to build wealth, he gives you the power to get wealth. Why? And this is so powerful, and I want to tell you why you should be living in the freedom of the future. Because if the end game is freedom, I want to tell you why. In God's mind, your life is over. He sees the end from the beginning. The Lord stands outside of time. He has a macro view. Looking inside your timeline, which has a start and an end date. And he's navigating and helping you to navigate this journey to becoming a woman of substance. You're not, you're not sure where you're going or the pitfalls along the way, but from his vantage point, he does. You must know that your story ends well, which is the antidote for fighting or fear while living in the freedom and the power of a secure future and woman of God that only comes through faith. When you understand that it's by faith that your life will end well, you do not have to be fearful about anything that comes against you. Now, what, no matter what the enemy throws at you, you got to know that when you get back to that place of faith in Christ, you are on track again. Come on, woman of God, that's how we go. We just come right back to the place of faith again. And you're on track again because God's got you. I want to read to you Psalm 139. Um, I got it in the Passion Translation, but maybe we can put it up on the screens and then I can read from there. And I want to read the Passion Translation. And this just confirms what I said to you. Psalm 139, it says, Oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O oh Lord, you know it all together. And I want to read just that before I go into the next one. The Passion Translation says, Lord, you know everything there is to know about me. You perceive every movement of my soul, heart and soul, and you understand every thought before it even enters my mind. Listen, there is no original thought. It's either coming from God or it's coming from Satan. And God, I just want to say, you'll be able to discern, being a woman of faith, what is of God and what is not of God. But he says, I know your thoughts already. You are so intimately aware of me, O Lord. You read my heart like a book, open book, and you know all the words I'm about to speak before I even start a sentence. Listen to this. He says, you know every step I will take before my journey ever begins. God knows everything from the beginning to the end about you and about me. So this woman to becoming, the journey to becoming, God has already gone before you to prepare the way so that you can walk in all that he has for you. 
And remember, I'm going, you don't have to put it up. I'm going to um, just carry on reading from the Passion. He says, you even formed every bone in my body when you created me in the secret place. Carefully, skillfully, you shaped me from nothing to something. Verse 16 says, you saw who you created me to be before I became me. Before I ever seen the light of day, the number of days you planned for me were already recorded in your book. Settle down, woman of God. God's got you. God's got you on this one. He knows already the life that he has for you. All you and I need to do is to tap into him. Get his wisdom. Get his thoughts. Get understanding about what we need to know. And we can become what he has originally ordained us to be. Every single moment you are thinking of me, how precious and wonderful to consider that you cherish me consistently in every thought. The Bible says the, the thoughts that he had to you number more than the sands of the sea. Why would you not take time to get your thoughts from God concerning a situation? You know, I want to just give a testimony before I, Dennis, you know, and, and I think you've heard before, but there was a time that, you know, I just got born again. And, you know, when we're saying, you know, now I'm a new creation, all things have passed, all things become new. And my life was so messed up in the past. And I was so ashamed of certain things that I've done, so many gaps I had in my life. And, you know, coming to Christ, I just thought everything would just be perfect. But it was not like that. God was still working in me. But I never understood that. My marriage was in such a, a state and I just like, you know, nothing's changed in my eyes. And I went and I said, Lord, I need your thoughts on this. Why is it the way it is? I know I've prayed many times, but, you know, you know you're just praying and you're confessing the word and you're saying, you know, uh, all things are working out for my good and, you know, things are, uh, you know, coming back in order. My marriage is blessed and but it just wasn't. My, it's almost like my words were empty. And one day I said, no, Lord. And I went to sit before the Lord. I sat there the whole day crying out. I said, Lord, you've got to give me understanding here. What is it? Why is this not changing in my life? And he gave me a word just by the Spirit of God. He says, write down your thoughts. And I begin to jot my thoughts about my marriage. I mean, goodness me, I had a little book, I think it was the size of, not an A4, but just a little bit smaller, like a journal, and I started jotting down my thoughts of how my marriage is in trouble, how I don't feel I'm loved, how my husband treats me, and this, and I wrote a whole page and a half, two pages, I think, and then I squeezed in between the lines all my thoughts, and each one of them were negative. And the Lord said, now every thought that you have written down, I want you to turn it into a positive confession. I went through every one, and where I said, I'm not loved, I'm ugly, I said, you know what? My husband loves me. He treats me like a queen. He thinks I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. His heart is so good toward me. He just lavishes his love. And I took 
everyone, and I begin to write it out. And I said, Lord, you don't understand. This is 15 years, 16 years. I can't wait another day. And he said, trust me. And then he gave me the scripture. He says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. And he says, whoever uses it is going to eat the fruit thereof. And I said, wow, Lord. That if I begin to speak life into my life, I'm going to get that? He says, yes. And I want to tell you, within that week, I started eating the fruit of my lips. That's the power of getting God's thoughts concerning every area and pillar that you are seeking wisdom. But what I want to say is, he said, you see, your faith is never in your words that you speak, but the words that I speak. He says, you didn't say life and death are in the power of the tongue. He says, I did. So every time I give you a word and you put your faith in that word, that's when your life changes. That's when you believe because faith is what moves the mountain, not your words or mine. And I want to encourage you women of God today. You know, every time I speak to a woman and I always say I'm very practical and I ask, did you get a word from God? Because it's the word from God rooted in faith that will, able to, that will be able to transform any and every situation in your life. So as a woman of substance, faith is her substance. And she believes that because the substance is Christ himself. That's the power that when you speak, I always say, you know what? When I show up, God shows up. No one can refuse God. No one can withstand God. You see, not even the enemy. But you and I have got to be rooted and understand whatever God says, we say. Wherever God says for us to do, we do. And he's the one that does it, not you and I. And that is the power of a woman of faith. That she's rooted and grounded in a faith in God. That's why he says you must be born again. Otherwise you cannot even see the kingdom of God. Because if Christ is not a part of your life, you're just a mere man. You're just a mere woman. And walking around like somebody ordinary. But what makes you and I all extraordinary is the very substance on the inside of us. Come on, woman of substance, where are you? It's time to arise. It says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For whoever comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently speaks, seeks him, seeks him. So as a woman, you need to be rooted and grounded in faith. Amen. And then I want to just add, I can I climb all this up? A woman of substance will is framed by her words. 
Hebrews 11.3, we can just put it up there, Hebrews 11.3, it says, Hebrews 11 verse 3, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things that are seen were not made of things which are visible. So when you begin to speak, that's when you begin to manifest the power of, and the authority that God has given you. Dr. Winston said, you and I were never made to live in a world we never created for ourselves. Think about that. You were never made to live in a world that you never created. That's why your words are so powerful. So if you want to see change, the truth is, you only have what you have is because of what you were speaking. That's the same thing with my marriage. I never spoke anything else. So every time, and I've learned over time, that I need to watch my words because it's framing my world. And that's why we need to, our words need to be few. I think in the Garden of Eden, Eve got a bit, she got into trouble. She turned the world upside down because she was talking too much. She had opened herself up to a conversation that she wasn't supposed to be having. Now, it can be with others, but it can't even be with yourself. Because you talk more to yourself than you do to other people. And what happens is you don't even realize that the thoughts are causing you to be depressed, causing you to be unhappy, causing you to be sad. But I'm decreeing and declaring no longer woman of God. Your thoughts are going to come from God and your words are now going to align with the word of God so that you can manifest God's goodness everywhere you go. In your marriage, in your friendships, in your fitness, whatever it is, in whichever area you want it, get in alignment and come in alignment with the word of God concerning your life. It says in the volume of the book it is written of you. You don't have to go anywhere else, anywhere else to find out where you at. He says everything, and I read it in Psalm 1, from the beginning to the end, your life is written. There's nothing that you need and I need to know outside of what God has said in his word. So our worlds, it seems like might be becoming so small, but it's becoming more powerful for that very reason. Because no longer are we going to be looking outside everywhere to confirm who we are, but we're going to the word of God to establish who we are. And we're going to rise up in faith, woman of God, and we're going to become the woman that God has called us to be. Come on, it's time right now. We cannot be, you know, who we used to be anymore. We need to arise and to become the woman that God has called us to be in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you now, woman of God, you've got to make a commitment to God that you are coming after him with everything on the inside of you. You are coming, you are not, when I'm saying even the conference theme was redeeming the time. And the fastest way you can redeem time is to get in alignment with what God says about who you are and what you were called to do. You need to find out who God is, what his purpose is for your life. You know the life questions that God has for you. Who am I? Where do I come from? What's my source? You know, what can I do? What's potential on the inside of me and where am I going to? All those questions are found when you understand 
that you are a woman of substance and it's a woman who is full of Christ. Christ in you, the hope of glory. We are waiting, women of God, to manifest God wherever you are. We are waiting for the, for the solutions to come with the solutions to deal with these evil things that are happening in our communities. You are the ones with the answer on your lips. But it only comes when you begin to align yourself with what God is saying about your life. There was something that I said, and I thought it was so powerful. I think the Holy Spirit will get it. He says, the kingdom in you only responds to the kingdom message preached to you. Think about what I'm saying. Think about how powerful it is. And that's why when you begin to hear the kingdom message, something on the inside of you shifts. Something on the inside of you tells you that you are born and birthed for greater. Something on the inside tells you that you are below, living below your privileges. Something on the inside of you tells you there's more to life than what is on the inside of you. That's the power of the kingdom of God that is in you. And that's what even uh, 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 Dr. Bailey said yesterday. Seek first the kingdom. Seek first the king. And then his domain. It's first when you understand who you are in Christ. That you now stand. And I'm telling you right now. Every shackle and every chain that has held you captive. Everything that has stopped you from becoming the woman that God has called you to be. Is broken off your life today. In the name of Jesus. I come against every mind binding spirit right now. I come against the enemy's words against you. It will not stand over your life any longer. In the name of Jesus. You will arise woman of God. And you will run with the purposes of God. You will fulfill the work that God has for you. Come on you just got to take a step where you are right now. And say I'm walking in the blessing of God. Where you are online right now, get up from your chair right now and say, I'm a woman of God. I'm a woman of faith. And everything that is out of alignment now, I speak in divine alignment. I speak in order in my home. I speak in order in my life. I speak in order in my marriage. I speak in order in my friendships right now. Order in my body in the name of Jesus. Order in my finances in Jesus mighty name come on woman of God you are fulfilling your God given redemptive purpose in the earth no longer are you going to waste time doing your own thing right now every thought that is not of God in your mind right now is falling to the ground and God's thoughts now are filling your mind right now in the name of Jesus you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus arise woman of God and become who God has created you to be in Jesus' mighty name. Now come on, give God a shout and a praise this morning. Oh yeah, devil, you are under our feet. I tell you, I'm done with that now, right now. I am rising up and I'm taking my rightful place. I know I've been birthed and born for a time such as this. I know that God has aligned me and, and, and brought women alongside so that we can become and do what he has called us to do. And turn this world the right side up. 
That's what we are here to do, woman of God. Stop trying to fulfill your own plans. He says, I have plans for you. Hawking them. Hawking my ways. Hawking the plans that I've ordained for you. And that's the quickest way for you to redeem time. Because it's only the redeemed that can redeem time. Your life is not your own. Your life is not your own. Don't believe the lie of the enemy that it's yours. No. You belong to God. The day you made Christ the Lord and Savior of your life, that's it. You've given it. He says, now it's no longer I will live because when he was crucified, I was crucified with him. So it's no longer I will live now, but Christ who lives on the inside of me. You've got to get bold and courageous, woman of God. You've got to stand up for what is right. You've got to know who you are and you've got to declare the goodness of God wherever you are. In Jesus' mighty name, you may be seated. Thank you, Lord. And remember what I said. The good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God. You see, perfection is not attained. It's received. He was the perfect sacrifice. Receive it. You don't have to do anything to please God. The sacrifice was done and dusted. He says, it is done. You are forgiven. That's why you don't have to, that, you know, the enemy will always remind you about what you didn't do, what you've done, and who you were. You say, no, Christ died. Perfect sacrifice. I'm no longer that old woman. I'm now a new creation in Christ. All things have passed away. All things have now become who, new. Go and be who God has called you to be. That is why this platform is not designed for you to look back. It's designed for you to look forward and to become who God has created you to be in the name of Jesus. And that's why it even says, perfect love. When you receive Christ, you receive the perfect love of God. Perfect. So perfection is received. And the thing is, you need to receive that perfect love for you. Because when you receive, you will not have an ounce of fear of the future. You can be satisfied today that God will never mismanage your life because of that perfect love of God on the inside of you. Now, woman of God, there's nothing that you and I don't have. There's nothing that you and I cannot do. There's nothing that you and I cannot accomplish through Christ. Through Christ. So I want to encourage you today that you rise up in confidence, boldness, as a woman that is rooted and grounded. Grounded in faith. This is just the start, but we are coming. We are going to grow until Christ is fully formed on the inside of us. And I want to tell you, I'm going to end with this. And I want to go to the book of Ruth. What is it going to take for you and I to become and to be who God has created us to be? And to fulfill what he has put in our hearts to do. 
and to walk out our purpose and do the work that he's called us to, it's going to take a commitment. Let's go to Ruth um, 1 verse 16. Remember? Ruth, a foreigner, and that if I think of my life, you know, I was Muslim. The gap was so huge between me and what, you know, in terms of being in Christ. I didn't know how, I didn't know how to pray. I mean, we made prayers. I didn't, we fasted, but I didn't, I didn't even understand all those things. I didn't know how a Christian should pray. I didn't know why a Christian should fast. I didn't know what it was to serve, and I didn't know what it was that I needed to do to become. I knew nothing to be. But I remember, I said, Holy Spirit, I'm going to follow you. And this is what Ruth says, Ruth 1.16, it says, but Ruth said, entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. And whatever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Wherever you die, I will die and there I will be buried. The Lord do to me more, me and more also, if anything but death parts you and me. And that is a commitment we have to make to the Holy Spirit. We say, Holy Spirit, wherever you lead me, I'm going to follow. Whatever you instruct me to do, I'm going to say yes. Let nothing, let nothing separate me from you. Let every thought be your thought. Let every idea that is in me come from you so that I can become what you've created me to be. Listen here. After Ruth made a commitment, Ruth finds work in a difficult time. She makes friends in a foreign land. She gains a new husband. God includes her. A Moabite adopted into a family of Israel in the line of Christ. Come on, that's what happened to me. I wasn't supposed to be where I am today. But God called me out and he delivered me from death and destruction. And he brought me into his marvelous light. Come on, neither did you qualify woman of God. But God made you and he saw greatness on the inside of you. And he called you out of darkness so that you can fulfill and be the woman that he's created you to be. I want to tell you that there's something that you need to solve. I am so excited that God poured in my heart that I know why I am here. I'm declaring that you will know why you're here so that God can now work with you and in you to bring transformation wherever you go. Amen. That is the power that we need to make a fresh commitment again and say, Lord, I'm committing to this journey. To becoming the best version of who you created me to be. The authentic version. Not the best. The authentic. The authentic. The original idea that you had for my life. That's the one I'm coming after. Come on, woman of God. The authentic you. Every lie. Everything that the enemy has put on you to try and make you think that that's you. 
is falling off from you today in Jesus' mighty name. I declare it to be so that only God's authentic plan and purpose for your life will now stand. Only that and that the fruits of righteousness will now become so beautiful that the world will behold and they will ask you, who your father? Come on, woman of God, arise now. I just want you to stand as we're going to pray a prayer of commitment today and say, Lord, we're making a fresh commitment to you. Father, thank you. Father, thank you today for every woman here today. I thank you, Father God, we make a fresh commitment, just in your own words, say, Lord, and for those that are online, Father, we come in to make a fresh commitment to you today. We come in, Father God, and we're laying aside our own agendas, and we're picking up the agenda of the kingdom of God for our lives today, my God. I thank you today that every woman, Father God, is now set on the path of righteousness, my God, the very plan and purpose that you have for her life, my God. I thank you today, Father God, that our eyes are looking to the future, my God. The plans that you have for her, my God, are only for good and not for evil, my God. I thank you today, Father God, that you've got her back my God. You're already there in a future, my God. And that the things that now she'll begin to see with clarity in her life in the name of Jesus. The eyes of our understanding now being enlightened. Oh, that her eyes are seen and beholding the goodness of God. Oh, that she knows which way to go. She knows what to do because she's led by the Spirit of God. And today, woman of God, I decree and declare that you're going to be a life changer. You're going to be a history maker. You're going to bring everyone alongside and you're into the purposes of God. I decree and declare right now, God is aligning you with godly friendships, godly and covenant relationships. Every relationship that is not of you now is being detached from your life in the name of Jesus. The anointing upon your life will increase. The anointing upon your life will begin to manifest in a greater dimension and a greater power as you are committed to God and a whole nother level. Not my will, Lord, but let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Make that declaration today. Not my will, Lord, but let your will be done on earth as it is in my heaven. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in my family, Lord, in my children, Lord, in my life, Lord, in my future, Lord, in my mind, Lord, every area, in my body, Lord. Come on, woman of God, declare right now that you are living in the perfect will of God for your life. Perfect will of God for your family. Perfect will of God for your future right now. And as you manifest and as you speak, you will begin to walk in all that you have said in the name of Jesus. Come on, give God a shout and a praise right now. Every area of your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that you must be born again. For those that don't know Jesus, you won't know your purpose. You won't know the authentic you that God has created you to be. If that's you today, I want to pray for you. If you want to pray a prayer of salvation. And for those online, please, I want you to just pray this after me. 
because everything starts with faith in Christ. Say, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I admit that I'm a sinner and I need a savior. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Your word says that if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart, believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, I will be saved. I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and Savior of my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. And if it's that you that prayed that prayer online, please, I want you to just connect with us. Send us a message. We want to pray with you and connect with you. Amen. Come on, ladies, give God a praise. Were you blessed this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. I just want to receive the offering this morning. Come on, woman of God. We've got work to do. There's a vision that needs to be accomplished. And I know that God has birthed and brought you into the kingdom for the time such as this. Please put up my scripture, Luke 8, 1 to 3. Luke 8, 1 to 3. Now it came to pass afterward that you went through every city and village preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him. And certain women, come on, women of substance, who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons. Come on, women, where are you that has been delivered out of darkness? And Joanna, the wife of Shusa, Herod Stewart and Susanna and many others who provided for him from their substance. Listen, these women that God delivered, that called them out, that brought them out of darkness, brought them out of a mess, these are the women that came back and provided for him from their substance. They followed Jesus and his ministry. They were actively involved in following and funding the ministry of Jesus. As we launch this ministry, women of God, we're asking every woman across the globe to get involved. Because for every power, every power has a people who speaks for it. Every power has a people who supports it. And every power has an opposing power. But we as women of substance are taking our stand and we are speaking and supporting the work of the kingdom of God. Come on, woman of God, your substance. And it doesn't just speak about your money, which is part of it because we need to do what we need to do and build what we need to build so that we can touch women across the globe. We know it's going to take money. But more than that, we need your talents. We need educators. We need mentors. We need people that will come alongside, those that are, know about social media. Whatever we need to build this platform to go global and to touch women across the globe, we need your substance. We need what God has put into your heart to do because only you can do what you can do. And we need the financiers. And it is so powerful, you know, 
there's a power sowing into the first. Because when you sow into first, whatever you trust in God, first business, first breakthrough, first child, first marriage, now can happen for you because you sow into first. So come on, women of God, we have a big work to accomplish and I want you to get involved. So as you prepare your heart to sow your seed, those that are online, there is a purpose for what God has given you in terms of your finances and why he has blessed you so that you can fund and you can be a part of a following and a funding of the kingdom of God. Amen. We receive your offering now. upon you. The Lord be gracious to you and give you his peace. May you from this day fulfill all the desires and the plans and the purposes of God in Jesus' mighty name. Bless you, women of God, men of God. Thank you for being a part of something so significant that is happening in the earth today. And I'm excited to be a part of it. And so should you. God bless you. We love you. We see you on Wednesday. Amen.